the Florida Panthers look as if they're having the approach of taking their foot off the gas pedal for the final two games of the regular season with various moves made with call-ups from AHL Charlotte. It is definitely showing that the Florida Panthers will definitely be resting players ahead of their back-to-back in Ottawa and Montreal. On today's episode of the podcast, we'll be discussing the moves. We'll be discussing the status of Radko Gudis and Anton Lundell, along with Aaron Ekblad, and uh, take a bigger look at the playoff picture as it now stands in the whole NHL, all on today's episode of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to this Thursday, April 28th edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We're your team every day. Thank you for making the Lockdown Florida Panthers Podcast your first listen of the day. I'm Armando Velez from PantherParkway.com, and you can follow me on Twitter at Monoman12. Follow the show account on Twitter at LO underscore FLA Panthers. Don't forget to also follow the national show, Lockdown NHL, and the Crosscheck NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark. will be covering all the regular season activities around the national hockey league so it's getting closer and closer we all just want the the playoffs to just begin but of course there's still plenty of games to play for the panthers luckily they're not clinching everything too early but the florida panthers are being very smart with how they're continuing to approach this last week and you throw every you have to throw everything at least most things out of the window from everything that happens in this very week of course losing to Tampa Bay um the way ice time was distributed on Tuesday against the Boston Bruins and of course um some moves that the Florida Panthers have made ahead of their back to back in Ottawa and then Montreal on Thursday and Friday so Andrew Burnett spoke with the media uh, this morning after the Florida Panthers practiced in Boston um, right before taking their flight to Ottawa. And Bruno said that Alexi Hepaniemi, Matt Kierstead, and Cole Schwitt will be the three players who will be called up for the Cats in their last two games of the regular season. And what a perfect situation for the Florida Panthers to be in because the Cats still have the cap space due to Aaron Ekblad's LTIR status, to bring those players up, first of all. Second, the Charlotte Checkers clinched a first-round bye in the Calder Cup uh, playoffs for the for the Checkers. So they will have a few weeks off before they even play game one of their series that the Checkers will be playing. So these youngins of Heppo, Kirstead, and Cole Schwitt get their opportunities up in the NHL level for the cats when the Panthers could be resting some players in the next few days. We could see very well see uh, Sasha Barkov rest before the regular season ends. It's going to, it's going to stink because if he doesn't play the last two games, he's going to fall just short of 40 goals, um, which will be the first time that Barkov has ever done it in his career. But of course, 
there's a bigger picture to look at when it comes to where the Florida, what the goal is for the Florida Panthers. And at this point, um, now with the update on the race for the Art Ross, um, Huberto is well, way, way behind um, Connor McDavid now. It was always going to be a hill to climb for Jonathan Huberto to win the Art Ross. Um, but now seven points behind of Connor McDavid. Connor McDavid has 122 points. Jonathan Huberto has 115. So in order for Jonathan Huberto to have an eight point swing while Connor McDavid doesn't score anything in the last uh, two games, I see it as something that might be very highly, highly unlikely. Um, however, the Edmonton Oilers are going to be facing the Los Angeles Kings in round one of the Stanley Cup playoffs. So based on looking up where the points do stand right now, um, if Edmonton gets one more point, uh, they will be they will clinch home ice um, throughout that series against the Los Angeles Kings. Um, they're right now uh, four points ahead of the LA Kings. So, but still, the chances of that happening for the the Jonathan Huberto to pass Connor McDavid, it's highly unlikely at this point. Um, so it, it wouldn't be surprising to see if Andrew Burnett does rest him as well. If it were a lot closer and the Florida Panthers um, and the Florida Panthers hadn't clinched uh, the top spot in the East, maybe you see him play more. Um, but this is the luxury of the dominance that the Florida Panthers have had all season that they could afford to do this. And of course, we'd all rather be in this position of resting players who are called up and already clinching a number one seed, at least in the Eastern Conference, that they get to rest players and be fresh possibly for the right before game one starts. I mean, and thankfully this time around, it's not due to a bad situation as well, because Let's not forget the last time these three, along with Grigory Denisenko, um, who will not be called up. He's only played 30 games this year. He's been hurt for most of this season. So um, hoping for a speedy recovery for Grigory Denisenko. But those four were called up back in December when it was a very depressing time in our world where COVID was just... Um, breaking out like it um like it was in March of 2020 except it was December of 2021 a new variant was going on at the time um the NHL shut down for a few weeks as well that was the start of the Florida Panthers having their outbreak and them having to be shut down and then that game against the LA Kings was just a full-blown disaster not just for it and disaster not just for the play on the ice for the Panthers but the league in general allowing it that's what but Good news in that one is Matt Kirstead got his first goal of his NHL career in that one. So that was a good um, a good part about that night uh, for the Panthers. But um, Matt Kirstead, 20 points um, this season for, for the Charlotte Checkers. Cole Schwitt is leading all Panthers prospects in points in AHL Charlotte and leading uh, the Charlotte Checkers um, for what it's worth, even though Plus minus is not the end all be all. He's um, leading in points and plus minus as well for the Charlotte Checkers in 72 games. And Alexi, Alexi Hepaniemi, he has 39 points um, as well for the Charlotte Checkers. But 
more of an update for um Radko Gudis and Anton Lindell. Andrew Burnett did speak to the media. He he said that they will not be playing the last two games of the regular season. So no opportunity for Anton Lindell to be playing some top line minutes with uh, a possible rest of uh Alexander Barkov and Jonathan Huberto. That's uh that's a little bit of a bummer to see him play um to not get see Anton Lundell play some of those uh top minutes. Um and it's precautionary. Andrew Burnett said that it was very clear about that, that it was going to be something that is um that they're gonna be careful with. And of course, um if we look at the situation in Carolina with their goaltenders with Antti Ranta and Freddie Anderson it looks like that neither of them are going to be starting game one for the Carolina Hurricanes. And that's a situation where the Panthers got to be careful with that. Um, Spencer Knight will be starting in, in Ottawa. And depending on the situation uh, with the President's Trophy and if there is anything to play for, there is no set starter for Friday just yet. But of course, if they clinch the President's Trophy, uh, the Florida Panthers will likely see Jonas Johansson starting in that Friday game against the Montreal Canadiens. So a little bit of an update based on Radko Gudis, Anton Lindell, and we're going to talk more about the matchup on Thursday night against the Ottawa Senators and also an update on Aaron Ekblad's status with the team. But first, we're going to tell you all about Shady Rays. And Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that gives you the feature of $200 sunglasses for a fraction of the price. That means polarized lenses, well-constructed, durable frames, and premium high-end high finishes. Also, something you won't find anywhere else is Shady Rays in insane protection program. Shady Rays includes loss and broken protection on every pair. They will send you a brand new pair if you lose them, no matter what happened. Give them a try, and if you don't love them, you'll pay nothing. It's as simple as that. Plus, 10 meals are donated to fight hunger in America when you shop with Shady Rays, exclusively, exclusively for our listeners. Head to ShadyRays.com and use code LOCKEDON to get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. That's code LOCKEDON for their best deals of the season. 50% off two or more pairs of Shady Rays glasses, backed by over 150,000 verified five-star reviews. Back on this Thursday edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, I'm Armando Velez here. Um, so, like we talked about, um, like we teased in the first segment and spoke about, the Florida Panthers are pretty much trying to start the race. Is I'm going to use a track analogy. Is right now they're lining up to maybe do the 400. Let's say it's the 400. They're, they're lining up, they're doing their stretches, they're kind of getting warmed, um, you know, they're in the ready mode, you know, trying to bend down and ready, they're ready for the set to get ready and then ready for the smoke pellet to go off and just run and go for that run in the Stanley Cup playoffs. That's where the Florida Panthers are at. They're in the ready portion of that. I don't know if that's the best analogy, but they're in that portion of it. Set is the last two games of the regular season. And of course, go is game one. So they're kind of in that position right now when it comes to 
the end of this regular season about where they're at, about just wanting to start the playoffs uh, right then and there. At least that's how um, I compare it to. Um, but a little bit of an update for Aaron Ekblad as he's skating with the team. Andrew Burnett, um, I don't expect them to be fully transparent on the severity of Ekblad's injury, of course, and to put a timeline on when he's going to play. And of course, you know, the, the Florida Panthers don't even know who they're playing yet. It's one of Pittsburgh or Washington. Boston's no longer a possibility to play in round one after they defeated the Panthers. But you don't even know who your opponent is yet. So the Panthers, they're not going to tip their hand one way or the other, even if Aaron Eckblad is ready to play game one. If he's ready to miss the whole series, he's not going to say that neither. So let's prepare for one of each possibility for wherever Ekblad may end up playing, even if it's in the middle of the series, too. Um, One thing I do want to show, which I I thought was cool, um, as I was uh, scrolling through uh, Twitter um, today, is some of the advertisements and the marketing that the Florida Panthers are... um, have throughout the community um getting ready for the playoffs this is a uh tweet from sam doer um who's the chief strategy officer of the of the panthers um he has this uh picture if you're looking on youtube of brower transit uh having the sign of alexander barkoff and jonathan huberto uh right there and uh, just trying to get the the town ready for um playoff hockey so pretty cool and there was another tweet about um from a former guest of the show uh drew uh at juby do um he posted a another um photo of panthers uh marketing for um on 17th street in broward county as well so that's another place that the panthers are kind of uh uh, marketing themselves, getting ready for the playoffs, trying to get the whole region to uh, buy in. But of course, winning is going to do that. Of course, win around first, and uh, of course, uh, more, more, and more, and more fans will come, and that is really life changing for a lot of sports fans. As I'm recording this, this is the 10 year anniversary of the Florida Panthers losing Game Seven in double overtime against the New Jersey Devils, and that. It's crazy. That was the start of my uh, fandom of this team, of this franchise, and how I called the Florida Panthers. I claimed them as the team that I personally cheer for. So I, uh, it, it's crazy how time flies um, when it comes to that. Um, talk about a little bit of the playoff picture. Um, right now, I d- wanted to record a little later hoping that there would be a little bit of chaos in the western conference based on what has happened in in the whole dallas and vegas golden knights um games after the day after uh dallas defeated vegas in a shootout so dallas needed one more point uh in one of their last two games um right now as of this recording with six 16 minutes and 15 seconds left in the third 
the Dallas Stars are leading the Arizona Coyotes three to one, while Vegas and Chicago are tied at three with just over 10 minutes as of this recording. So if results hold, the Vegas Golden Knights will be eliminated from playoff contention. The Dallas Stars uh, go up two points ahead of the Nashville Predators. If they're tied in points, Nashville owns the tiebreaker. Um, it's crazy with all the whole Vegas situation. I think of uh, the first quote that came into my head, and a few uh, early 90s kids will probably uh, get this reference. Um, I The first thing I thought of was, have a nice trip. See you next fall. Gotta love it. So that's a quote from the 1995 uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie. Um, so a, a, a little bit of a, of, a, of a quote there for aging myself a little bit. But yeah, the Vegas Golden Knights will likely be eliminated uh, once this recording drops. And uh, yeah, first time that they're uh, in their existence that they'll likely be missing the postseason. But how does that relate to the Panthers? It's because on Thursday night, um, the Panthers Senators game, it's a puck drop of 7 p.m. Um, Nashville versus Colorado on Thursday night, it's, it's a puck drop of 9 p.m. The Preds are going through a little bit of injuries right now to their starting goaltender, a Vesna candidate in UC Soros, who will not be playing the last two regular season games for the Preds. Like I said, if the Preds are tied with the Dallas Stars, the Preds will own the tiebreaker, and the Predators will be facing the Calgary Flames, who that was their last opponent right before facing Colorado. Um, so how does Nashville approach their game against the Colorado Avalanche, and how do the Colorado Avalanche approach their game against the Preds? Um, because that's a possible first-round opponent for Colorado and Nashville. And putting taking the Florida Panthers lenses off for a little bit. And if I'm Jared Bednar, if this is a possible first round opponent and I'm possibly facing them, just like Andrew Burnett is doing in the Eastern conference with managing ice time, not putting a lot of pressure on his uh, team to, to, and trying to avoid injury as well. If I'm Jared Bednar, I'm not showing any of my cards as well to the Nashville Predators in case they end up meeting in round one. But with that as well, and if the Nashville Predators really want to avoid the Colorado Avalanche and have a date with the Calgary Flames instead, we could see a motivated Nashville Predators squad uh, out in, um, I, I believe it's a home game for the Colorado Avalanche. Going to double check on this one yep it's a home game at the ball balls ball arena um so that that's a definitely something to keep an eye out regardless of result for um florida ottawa if there is a win for the panthers if they get two points we will hold off on recording for a little bit uh just to finish and get the result of uh nashville colorado and if, if there is a loss, we'll record it. Um, Nick and I will record immediately. And if there is a win, uh, we'll wait a little bit to see if the Florida Panthers officially clinch the President's Trophy. We also talked about the games in hand that, excuse me, game in hand that the Washington Capitals do have on the Pittsburgh Penguins. 
Their game in hand will come on Thursday night while the Penguins will don't play until Friday. And the Capitals will be facing the very same New York Islanders team that they lost to on Tuesday. Um, if you're thinking of health reasons, you're better off resting Ovechkin so that he's ready for the playoffs rather than putting him out there risking injury. And durability has been a um, something that has been great for Alexander Ovechkin his whole career. It takes a lot to take someone like Ovi out, and he's been durable, which is why he's been able to get the goal pace that he has been on. And you also think about lockouts and shortened seasons due to COVID and how close he'd be to Wayne Gretzky's record. Takes a lot for Alexander Ovechkin to not play. But also that favors the Panthers too, is them preserving Ovi for round one. And doesn't guarantee a win for the New York Islanders, but that's something to keep an eye out if players are going to be resting. And just like that Nashville-Colorado matchup out West too. So even with these call-ups of the Panthers, they're still in a very good position to do some damage. I mean, their points percentage right now is 750. What do they need to clinch the president's trophy? Three out of four points, which is 750. This is their pace that they're on, continuing that. Of course, not all the same players will be playing on Thursday and Friday. Of course, you got to preserve some of that energy for game one. But the embarrassment of riches around the lineup as well, that of the mixing and matching, when a player goes down, there's still effort on the other side. And of course, the seasons that Ottawa and Montreal have had there um the Panthers should still be in this game I mean they were still in it in Boston it just took a six second stretch that really cost the Panthers that game that it, that cost them a possible two points and um we'd be talking about trying to get just one point out of these last four games instead of three out of four and Ottawa of course, have given the Panthers a, a tough time. Let's let's that's that's just the truth. Of course, that eight-two game in December, coming back from three nothing in in late March as well before coming back um, in that one. So they've had they've given the Panthers a hard time uh, this season, and I don't expect it to be any different this summer on. I mean, right now the Ottawa Senators are on a five-game winning streak um, and led by Brady Kachuk. Timmy Stutzla, Drake Batherson um, during that five-game stretch. So expect a motivated Ottawa Senators team um, to come Thursday night as well. But also expect some motivated Panthers players too, the, especially the call-ups as well, that they're, they don't have that much uh, regular season action this year. But we're going to see a little bit of possibly a different vibe this time around from the the three because they're going to go back to the Charlotte checkers and they're going to be playing in the Calder cup playoffs too. So they want to get a little bit of their juices flowing and see, leave a good impression for next season to try to make the team because that's the ultimate goal. They don't want to stay in the AHL forever. I mean, nobody does. That's, that's not what nobody tells themselves. Oh, I want to be an AHL player and stay there. No, they're trying their best to 
try to get a roster spot for next year, both sides um, for for the Senators and the three players who are called up for the Panthers too. So that's something to keep in mind heading into this game that that we're gonna we're gonna see a lot of that for the the Panthers. In the next segment, we're going to talk about a situation um, with a fellow uh, media member, and we're going to talk a little bit about addictions um, in the next segment, talking about a story coming out of Carolina. So we're going to talk a little bit about that in the next segment, wrapping up this show right before the Florida Panthers face the Ottawa Senators. But first, we're going to tell you all about Bet Online. And Bet Online is your number one source for all your sports betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the Major League Baseball season. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs to esports and more. Head to the website today or use a mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet Online, where the game starts. Third and final segment here on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. I'm Armando Velez here on this Thursday edition of the show. And just today, um, well, yes, last night, um, the play-by-play announcer of the Carolina Hurricanes, Trip Tracy, um, tweeted about having a drinking problem. And I got to give a lot of credit for being forthcoming and giving yourself a chance to be vulnerable and being and putting it out there that this is something that I need that I need to work on and that I'm willing to get the help that I need. And for some weird reason, we've had we've seen people dog on him. And the last person someone needs is when they're being forthcoming about something that personally that they're struggling with is that be them being pinned down. And the truth is, the hardest person to criticize is ourselves. And you think about the pressure of what someone has to go through for, especially being a play-by-play person of the daily grind, traveling with the team. So, And sometimes people cope with different in different ways and some people turn to alcohol and some people turn to other things and with all that travel and all that let's be real stimulation as well because though being a as far as being a media member and and covering a, a sport screens are in front of you all the time whether it's a computer whether it's a phone and of course being at games not getting a lot of downtime. Sometimes overstimulation can happen for media members. And also it can happen for players as well, based on the grind as well. We as a society idolize people who are in the constant grind, but we as a society don't talk enough about self-care. And that is where I want to lead to when it comes to Trip Tracy. And I applaud, I want to applaud Trip Tracy for coming forth and admitting this publicly. 
and the Carolina Hurricanes did announce that he will be missing the rest of the regular season and the postseason due to personal reasons dealing with his his uh alcoholism um and I just want to say publicly that Trip Tracy if you're hearing this which I doubt he is that I'm cheering you on that I hope you get the help that you need that I hope that you find your true self of what makes you the the best version of Trip Tracy and personally um a little bit of things that I do outside of talking about the NHL and sports and all that uh, outside of my own in my own personal life I talk a little bit about mindfulness I talk a little I talk a lot about money management as well talking I talk a lot about being whole within yourself about getting mental health counseling if need be in order to take care of the most important asset and your most important asset is your mind and sometimes it can be it can make take over and it can make you make very powerful decisions good or bad and if we as a society learn how to slow down and learn to be in the present moment as well then we as a society one by one can make better decisions be more mindful about possible consequences of our actions but of course a lot of that also has to do with possible generational trauma that gets passed down from generation to generation and that's the truth everyone goes through some type of trauma and that might be something that trip tracy might be going through that he might need to uncover himself and that's where seeing a therapist might be um, beneficial and going to something like aa as well and that is it break, it broke my heart hearing it so wanted to give a little bit about my take and my perspective on getting the proper resources and looking for the proper resources for someone like trip tracy to get the help that he needs and once again to become the best version of him and dogging on someone while they're down is not the way it's not so let's be better and let's cheer on someone like trip tracy um as he is gonna has a big battle right in front of him i mean how look how look at Carey Price being back for the Montreal Canadiens, how much of a celebration it is, and credit to credit to Carey Price on giving himself an opportunity to be vulnerable. That's the most important thing, giving an opportunity to be vulnerable. And we see Jordan crying memes on the internet. We see that um meme of Will Smith in the pursuit of happiness crying. And my take is is that the mental health of men isn't taken seriously we expect them to be big macho man man up and just do it and forget about your feelings screw that i'm I'm sorry screw that you're a human being and you are you you have feelings so to mask them and just pretend that they're not there is a complete load of bs we all need to 
feel our feelings when we are in a period of being down. So that's why I'm in big support of Trip Tracy getting the help that he needs. So once again, Trip, if you're listening, I'm cheering you on. And I hope to that next time I hear something related to you, that it is that you are in a positive trajectory because sometimes the way sometimes when you get the bottom when you get to the bottom, as cliche as it sounds, the best way is to go up. And you have a, you have somebody cheering you on and hope hoping that you have a better tomorrow. So that's that I'm, I'm I hope I hope that you guys listening um, appreciate what I had to say talking about this issue and and just talking about addictions in general when it comes to um, players, media members, and just people in society talking um, trying to get to their best self again. Try to get to your best self, and that's what I'm hoping. So on tomorrow's episode of Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, we're going to bring in Nick Fairbanks of PantherParkway.com to discuss the Florida Panthers versus Ottawa Senators game. And who knows, we might be discussing a possible clinching of a President's Trophy, or we might be heading to the final game of the season, still not having a first round matchup as well. So Lots to talk about on Thursday night, and we might not even be breaking down a game specifically, just talking about what is ahead for the Florida Panthers because it's not gonna, it's not gonna, it's not really much to evaluate from a game perspective in these last two games, if I'm gonna be quite honest. But we're gonna discuss more about the playoff picture and more of where the forecasting the Florida Panthers right before game one. But in the meantime, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the podcast. You'll be notified every single time the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed. Don't forget to also follow the national show Lockdown NHL and the Crosscheck NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark. We'll be covering all the regular season activities around the National Hockey League. Thank you for making the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. And for your second listen of the day, make sure to listen to today's episode of Lockdown Fantasy Hockey. Host Steel Rodan and Flip Livingstone help you become the experts of your fantasy league. Follow the Lockdown Fantasy Hockey Podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. So I'm Armando Velez, signing off. And you've been listening to Lockdown Florida Panthers Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We're your team. Every day. <laughs>